Coffee Break Portuguese, Lesson 3. Hello and welcome back to Coffee Break Portuguese. I'm Rafael and I'm here with Eva. Olá, Eva. Oi, Rafael. Tudo bem? Tudo ótimo. E você? É, tudo bem também. Obrigada. Well, that's great to hear. And in lessons one and two, we've learned how to greet someone. We've also learned how to ask what someone's name is. And, uh, well, I think you are well prepared for this next lesson, Eva. Yep, yeah, I hope so. And I hope our listeners are too. Eva, está pronta? Ah, that's a new question. I'm, I'm going to guess what you're asking me. Am I, am I ready? That's right. So, está pronta. So, I'm using the verb estar again. And I remember when we were saying estou bem. Mm -hmm. So, it's the same idea. So, está pronta. Are you ready? Está pronta. And then to answer that, I think, can I use the estou that we had in estou bem? Exactly. So, estou pronta? Estou pronta. Estou pronta. E eu também estou pronto. Então, vamos lá. Now, just before we get started with the main part of our lesson, I want to ask you about what you said just before we played that jingle. Um, before vamos lá. What was the word you said there? Ah, so I said então. Então, vamos lá. Então. Então means so, or then, or even well then. Okay, so what we said before, you said, I'm also ready, so let's go. Exactly. And, you know, we use então in Portuguese re quite often, so try to incorporate it into Portuguese um, phrases. Yeah, okay, I will do. Well, anyway, what are we going to be looking at in today's lesson? In today's lesson, we're going to learn to talk about where we're from. We're going to learn the words for different nationalities. And we're going to learn a little about how Portuguese prepositions work, okay? That all sounds good. So let's start with how to talk about where we're from. Okay. If you want to ask where someone comes from, the question would be, De onde é? De onde é? De onde é? Okay, so we have three words here. De. De. Onde? Onde? É. É. De onde é? De onde é? That's it. And then you can join the final two as well. Onde é? Onde é? Yeah. Onde é? <laughs> onde é? De onde é? De onde é? That's it. And does that mean where are you from? Where are you from? Yeah. And if, if we were to translate this literally, it would be from where are you? So, de onde? From where? Mm. So, this is assuming that we are addressing someone as você. Okay. Okay. De onde é? The other form, which is the tu form, most used in Portugal, but also some regions in Brazil. So, that would be de onde es? De onde es? De onde es? Is it just the last word that's changing and we're just adding an S on the end? The last word is the only thing changing here. The last word is the verb in this sentence. So from E, we go to S. Ah, just like in our question, como se chama? We had chama going to chamas. 
when we went to the two form, yeah? That's right. Okay, so Jeongjs. Jeongjs. And try to, to start at the top, because here we have a question word, like Jeonji. So start at the top and go down in your intonation. Jeongjs. Jeongjs. And bear in mind the differences in accent uh, and pronunciation. So it would sound a little bit different in Portugal, for example. So instead of G, it would sound more like a D. D. Okay, was this the same difference we, we talked about when we heard uh, bon dia? Exactly the same case, yes. Okay, so the two J sounds that we have in G on G would be both more like D? Sounds? Both more like the yeah. Okay, so like the on the or the on the s in the two form. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, in fact, if we're in Portugal, <laughs> would it be the s? Yeah, because the s also sounds slightly different. So the on the esh. That's it. So how would we answer this question? Okay, so if someone asks me de onde é, I would say sou do Brasil. Sou do Brasil. So. Do Brasil. That's right. Now, in your case, Eva, you would answer this question with Sou da Escócia. Sou da Escócia. Sou da Escócia. Sou da Escócia. That's right. So that first word, sou, is that I am? I am. Do Brasil, da Escócia. Okay, and I really want to ask, why Why is it different? Why is it do Brazil and da Escócia? It is different because most countries are preceded by an article, okay? So the articles o or a in Portuguese. Mm -hmm. Brazil is a masculine noun, so o Brasil, o Brasil. Whereas Escócia is a feminine noun, a Escócia. Okay, so just like when we had o senhor, which was using o for a masculine word, and a senhora, which was using a for a feminine word. We have o Brasil, a Escócia. That's right. Someone from Portugal would say, sou de Portugal. Sou de Portugal. Sou de Portugal. Sou de Portugal. And that's different from do Brasil and da Escócia. The reason for that is Portugal is not preceded by an article. It's an exception, okay? There are a few other countries which fall into this category. We're talking about half a dozen countries. Okay. And we'll, we'll, we'll learn what they are uh, later. Okay, so just so it's clear in my head, when we're saying I am from Brazil or I am from Scotland, we're literally saying I am from the Brazil and I am from the Scotland, but when we're saying I am from Portugal, we're just saying I am from Portugal? Yes, I think that's that's a good way to think about this. So, let's talk about the preposition here, and this is the preposition de, so d and e, which sounds like a g, okay, when it's incorporated into a sentence, at least in my accent, in Sao Paulo, in Brazil. Okay. Right? So, this preposition establishes a relationship of origin. We're talking, you know, we're saying I'm from Brazil. Okay. Right? So we have the preposition de, and then we have o Brasil. What happens here is that de has to combine with o, and then it becomes do. Okay. And similarly, it combines with 
the letter A from Eiskwasia and becomes da. Okay, so we have du and da. Du and da. And if there is no article preceding the name of the country, the preposition remains as in the original form, de or g in my accent. Okay, so we heard these three different versions in so de Portugal, then so do Brazil, and so da Escócia. That's right. That's, that's very good. Muito bem. Now, let's look at uh, the few other countries which are exceptions and th they do not take an article, like Portugal. So, we have Portugal and we also have Cuba, Angola and Mozambique. Okay? So, these are just four examples there where the article is not necessary. So, sou de Portugal, sou de Cuba, sou de Angola, sou de Moçambique. Okay. That makes sense. And going a little bit further, let's look at some countries where the name is in the plural form. So I'm thinking about the United States of America. So the United States, os Estados Unidos. Os Estados Unidos. Os Estados Unidos. That's right. So the article there is U in the plural form, os. Os Estados Unidos. Someone who comes from the United States would say, so dos Estados Unidos. Ah, so then our do is going to dos. That's right, the plural form. So, so dos Estados Unidos. So dos Estados Unidos. More like a U, remember? So dos Estados Unidos. So dos Estados Unidos. Excellent. And if someone happens to be from the uh, Canary Islands, that person would say, so das Ilhas Canárias. Sou das Ilhas Canárias. Sou das Ilhas Canárias. Sou das Ilhas Canárias. So, special attention to the sound there. Ilha. Ilha. Ilhas. 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 Oh, it's a tricky word. It's I'll practice tricky. that sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was going from, for example, sou da Escócia, which was feminine but a singular country yeah. and now we've got so das ilias canarias in the plural that's right so we've learned how to ask where someone comes from and to answer by saying which country you come from so sou de portugal sou do brasil sou da escócia also the plural forms so dos estados unidos das Ilhas Canárias. But we can be a, even more precise here and look at cities. Mm, okay. okay. So you can say, for example, if you are from Edinburgh, you could say, sou de Edimburgo. Sou de Edimburgo. Sou de Edimburgo. Sou de Edimburgo. Uh, let's think of another city uh, in Portugal. We have Coimbra. Sou de Coimbra. Sou de Coimbra. Sou de Coimbra. Yes. So we have a tricky sound here in Coimbra, right? Coim. Ah. A bit nasal. Coim. Coim. Coimbra. Coimbra. That's it. Obviously, someone from Coimbra would not pronounce the preposition de like I do. They would say something close to the. Ah, okay. So, sou de 
Coimbra. That's right. Something like that. Okay. So when we're talking about cities, we're not using any any articles. Is that right? Is this like when we talked about so de Portugal? We don't have any any article. We're just saying I am from and then the name of the city. That's that's a very good observation, Eva. So yes, cities are not normally preceded by an article. Okay. Okay. So de Edimburgo, de Coimbra. However, of course, there are always exceptions. Of course, there's always exceptions. So let's look at three examples here. We have o Rio de Janeiro in Brazil, right? O Rio de Janeiro. O Rio de Janeiro. O Rio de Janeiro, yes. And then we also have o Recife in the north of Brazil. O Recife. O Recife. Good. O Recife. And an example from Portugal, o Porto. O Porto. O Porto. O Porto. Okay, so let me explain why we need the articles with the cities. Looking at the word Rio de Janeiro, we have one word there that is a noun. It has a meaning in itself. And that's Rio. Means the river. Okay. So, the river. So, nouns in Portuguese always require an article. So, that's why we need an article here as well. O Rio. O Rio de Janeiro. Okay, so does that mean if we were to say, I am from Rio de Janeiro, we would say, sou do Rio de Janeiro. Yes, sou do Rio de Janeiro. Sou do Rio de Janeiro. That's it. And if you are from Recife, o Recife, also a masculine noun, which means the reef, sou do Recife. Sou do Recife. That's right. And if you come from Porto, also a masculine word, and it means the port, so do Porto. So do Porto. That's right. Okay, but for most other cities or cities that don't have something like the river, the port, something quite literal, they don't have an article, so we just have so de Edimburgo. Yes, so de Edimburgo. So it's more straightforward. Yeah. Okay, so we've learned how to ask where someone comes from, how to say the country you come from, but also the city you come from. Great, that's a lot so far. Are we taking a break now? It's time for a break. So, até logo. Olá, it's Mark from Coffee Break here. I hope you're enjoying learning Portuguese through these episodes. But I thought you might like to know that we have a full online course available, which includes extra resources to accompany each lesson of Coffee Break Portuguese. Our online course includes a video version of each lesson, bonus audio episodes, and written lesson notes. To find out how you can access the course and get the most out of Coffee Break Portuguese, just visit coffeebreakportuguese.com. And welcome back to this episode of Coffee Break Portuguese, Lesson 3. And now, before we go any further, I think we should explain the phrase that you said, Rafael, just before the break, which was... Até logo. Até logo. Até logo. So this was a phrase that we already learnt in one of our bonus episodes, and it means, see you soon? That's right, it means, see you soon. Até logo. 
Yes, that's why the bonus episodes are so good, because we learn all these different phrases. Yeah. So as we've said before, this audio lesson is only part of the full Coffee Break Portuguese course. And as part of the full online course, we have a bonus episode for each of the lessons for Coffee Break Portuguese, where, as Rafael said, we learn some bonus vocabulary, some extra words and phrases. But we also do a bit of review of what we've learned in the main episode. And we put that into practice as well. We have some translation challenges as well. So to find out more about the full course, you can go to coffeebreakportuguese.com. But for now, we'll carry on with our lesson. How about we talk a little bit more about nationalities? Okay. That sounds great. Okay. So we've learned how to ask, where do you come from? De onde é? But we can be a bit more specific and ask, what is your nationality? Qual é? A sua nacionalidade. Okay, I might have to try that in, in separate words. Can we slow it down a little bit? So we've got um, five words here. Qual? Qual? É? É? A? A? Sua? Sua? Nacionalidade. Nacionalidade. That's it. Nacionalidade. Nacionalidade. Nice. Qual é? Qual é? Qual é a sua? Qual é a sua? Qual é a sua nacionalidade? Qual é a sua nacionalidade? That's really nice. I recognize that a ah, from the countries, from the being the definite article, the, the word mm -hmm. for the. So is it literally saying, yeah, what is the your nationality, <laughs> yes. essentially? So nacionalidade is a feminine noun. So that's why we use the article a. Okay. Okay, and then we have sua, your, sua. Okay, so qual é a sua nacionalidade? Sou brasileiro. Ah, is that I am Brazilian? Sou brasileiro. Um, what would you say if you were Brazilian? Ah, so I'm guessing that brasileiro is the masculine form of the word Brazilian? That's right. So there's, there's a letter O at the end. It's masculine. What's the feminine letter? So if we follow the same pattern we've seen with other words like ótimo, ótima, then I'm guessing that O in the masculine form will become an A in the feminine form. So could I say, so brasileira? That's right. So we have the sound A, brasileiro, brasileira. This is one of the most common sounds in Portuguese language. Okay. So it's important that we get it right. Okay. So it's, it's the encounter of the letter E and I in Portuguese. A. 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 Brasileiro. Brasileiro. That's right. Uh, moving on. So, of course, you're not, you're not Brasileira, Eva. Mm -hmm. You are Scottish. If I were Scottish, I would say, so escocês. So escocês. So escocês. That's right. And what would you say? I think I could add an A onto the end of this. And could I say, so escocesa? Almost. The thing there is that we need a Z sound at the end. So, escocesa. Ah, so, escocesa. That's right. Okay, so, escoces or escocesa. Excellent. Okay, what about some other nationalities? Okay, someone from Portugal. Um, so, I would say, so, português. So, português. So, it's very similar to escocês. And the feminine form would be? Sou portuguesa. 
sou portuguesa. With that S at the end of português becoming a Z. Yeah, in terms of sound, okay? Mm, Still yeah. spelled with the same letter. Okay. Okay, English, if you're English, sou inglês. Sou inglês. And the feminine form, sou inglesa. Sou inglesa. If you're Irish, sou irlandês. Sou irlandês. And the feminine form, irlandesa. Sou irlandesa. Sou irlandesa. Okay, I see the pattern. So, yeah, this ending is very common in Portuguese. The mm. is. Okay, if you're from Australia, sou australiano. Sou australiano. Sou australiano. And the feminine form, sou australiana. Sou australiana. Yeah. They are tricky sounds, but I will all practice them. You will improve over time and don't worry too much about it. You know, it's important to, to, to speak and to try to communicate. Yeah. Okay, so the next example here is uh, someone from Canada. Sou canadense. Sou canadense. Sou canadense. That's a tricky sound at the end. What's the, what's the sound at the end of that word? So we have a S-E, canadense. Canadense. That's it. So, canadense. Yes. And this is, uh, you know, it's for both masculine and feminine forms. So, you only need to learn one word. Ah, great. Our final example um, in this list of nationalities is a little bit more complicated. There are three possible forms. Okay. Ah, okay. So, this is for someone who comes from the United States. You could say, so, norte-americano. So, Norte americano. This is the masculine form, okay? Mm -hmm. So norte americana. So norte americana. That's the feminine form. Okay. That's one possibility. Another one is a shorter one. You could just say so americano. So americano. And the feminine form would be so americano. So americana. And the final possibility here is estadounidense. Estadunidense. Estadunidense. So, Estadunidense. So, Estadunidense. That's right. Okay, so three different ways of saying that you're you're from the United States then. Correct. Okay, so now that we've learned a few nationalities and how to ask about someone's nationality and how to answer to that, let's put that into practice in a conversation. So let's imagine we don't know each other. Então... So, we're going to be a little bit formal. Tudo bem? Tudo bem. Okay. Bom dia. Olá. Como está? Estou bem, obrigado. E a senhora? Ótima. Como se chama? Eu me chamo Rafael. Muito prazer. Me chamo Eva. Rafael, de onde é? Sou do Brasil. E você? Qual é a sua nacionalidade? Sou escocesa. Sou de Glasgow. Okay, great. I feel like I really had to think about all that, but that was good to put into practice what we've, what we've been learning today, all about nationalities and about where we're from. That's right. Então, é tudo por hoje. And that's where we're going to leave it for today. But uh, this is not where your Portuguese learning should stop. This lesson is just the beginning of your Coffee Break Portuguese experience. 
That's right. We have a full Coffee Break Portuguese course available where you can enjoy video lessons, lesson notes, and bonus audio materials to take your learning further. Go to coffeebreakportuguese.com for all the information you need. And you can also follow us on social media to get further practice of your Portuguese. You can find us on Facebook by searching for Coffee Break Portuguese and where Coffee Break Languages on Instagram. Okay, well, as you said before, é tudo por hoje. É tudo por hoje e até logo, não? Até logo. Até logo. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. All rights reserved. <laughs>